Hello and welcome to Divisive Issues, the foul-mouthed, spoiler-filled comic book podcast where two fans and two non-fans talk about controversial, noteworthy comic books. I'm Ryan. I'm Sly. I'm Phil. And I'm Daryl. And we're here for the penultimate chapter of Bleach. We're back on our bullshit. Yeah. yeah. As some people used to say, us, namely us, we made it. We did it. So <laughs> we have all finished Bleach, right? Like we all read through this whole thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Now Gross I read. <laughs> I just want to say, as a disclaimer, I read this all over the last couple of days, mm-hmm. and I really had a hard time not totally glazing over. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm gonna use an example uh, whenever you point out stuff I missed, and like you were like, "Oh, how did you miss 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 forget these characters?" I'm like, Ryan, you fucking glazed over all this. Deep I lore. feel like I don't know. I, feel like both I you guys find are that such, to be. You guys are such comic like speed readers that you just zoom through everything we do. Yeah, but. No, but this, I was like, there were whole fights, and I'm like, I don't really know who either of these people yes. are, whatever. This is, this is part of the problem, is like, this arc that we're going to get into, the last arc, introduces so many villains, and I was just like, here's like the highlights to me that I found throughout this mm-hmm. thing, and it's like, like I had said before, last few parts, it's like, none of this is going to be interesting to Ryan, because there's no emotional stakes, <laughs> it's just two bozos yeah. clashing swords over and over against each other. Oh, so, yeah. so I, should, I should change my previous statement. You, I can, you can no longer bitch about Daryl not running with a team anymore because you weren't willing to run with any of these teams, Ryan, apparently. So, like, <laughs> yeah. Daryl says, who's his character? What's his deal? You can't say, oh, fuck you, Daryl, for not playing along. Uh, Daryl is not 100% right in every argument going forward when this yeah. comes forward. Did, did he say that yeah. about me? He's like, fuck you, Daryl, no, for not knowing. It's usually, that's usually what Sly says. <laughs> no, but, he's, but, but, like, but like, it's, a, it's a common complaint that you always have, like, you always want the backstory, like, starting point to yeah, end yeah, point yeah. of every character. Oh, yeah. And, and, and Ryan always says, like, Joe said it the best. Like, you don't meet, like, every the people in your life from the yeah. origin story. You meet them midway, and you kind of get used to them. Mm-hmm. The difference, though, for me is with, like, if we're reading, let's say, like, some Superman story, there might be these other people showing up, but Superman is still there. Here, I'm like, Ichigo's not here for, like, a long time. But the main villain yeah. is. So, yeah, yeah, he's the, your anchor. The arcs, the arcs, kind of about him. <laughs> it, it, yeah. it, it, it should go like I, I, I flipped Daryl. It should go sucks. Uh, yes! He, yes, he's not a character. He is like nothing. Like goddamn it! Right? Want... Oh my um. god! I can't believe you finally reached it. And that's why I was like, Naruto's really annoying. <laughs> but Naruto has principles. He wants to be the leader of his village when he starts, and he ends up realizing how like cruel the world is as the like the series goes on. Whereas here, it's like Ichigo's like. What what does he want out of life? What do, what is he? What does he think about anything? Nothing. Yeah, he's essentially in this a non character in this whole last set that you yes. gave us. Yeah. Like I was yeah. like very interested in all the villains, and I'm like, oh cool, like this guy was born this way and like uh, had to rise, whatever. It's like it's kind of like when we read about. Uh, uh, Grimjow, and you're like, he's way more interesting than Ichigo is. Yes. Yeah, yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. is. <laughs> I, I, was, I was still, uh, I really liked his and Rukia's relationship in the beginning, yep. but as the series kept going on, it kept, that guy, that's gone. Like, it's, it's a fade of memory. Right, it's you're just, like, yeah. oh, I, like this was a really cool dynamic they had, and they, they barely interact. I'm trying to think if they interact ever at the last. I think only one time they like they just talk to each other, and that's it. Or they this, make, whole, this whole I thing have... reminds me of, kind of like Dragon Ball Z, because I know uh, he want, the Dragon Ball Z writer wanted to quit, but also also, the Sonic comics, because the Sonic uh, comics, the guy who like sued them for his all his original characters he wrote, uh, he basically didn't want to use Sonic. He wanted to use all his original characters, and basically Sonic just stuck around as like this dope that <laughs> had no personality. Yeah. But he was the name recognition, so he was like he was like on the covers, but he had like no involvement on the plot whatsoever. Yeah, the Sonic, a, yeah. the Sonic comics were a vessel for that guy's ideas. 
Yeah, and Ichigo is basically yeah. that. He's like he's a, the face of the franchise, but the writer doesn't give a fuck about him at all anymore. <laughs> yeah, he wants to write yeah. all his other characters. He doesn't yeah. even get any cool new powers at the end. I expected him to come up like he, to have like he a. He does. I'll specify when we get okay. to it. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I just want to say that I'm so broken from this that I read so much Bleach yesterday <laughs> that then I was like, I'm finally done with this. I'm going to read, I'm going to like just decompress and read some Flash comic. And I got at the end of the issue and I was like, that seemed weird. And I realized I was reading it from right to left. <laughs> <laughs> you got to the and end? And it took a whole issue for me to notice. I was like, this uh, seems weird. <laughs> what a unique style of storytelling. Everything seems to be yeah. out of place slightly. It was also like 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> oh, boy. So before we get to the final arc, the Quincy arc, well, we we have to talk about the Fullbringer arc. And this is the arc that's sandwiched in between these the, the last one we did, the ones with the hollows, and the one we're about to do, the Quincy arc, the final one. And this is what the anime ended on. Oh, so the anime doesn't have the Quincy arc? No. I, I, I said this to Daryl <laughs> off mic, but I might as well say it now. This whole arc feels like uh, when a series has been canceled... And they make a TV movie like years online, and the budget's like nothing. Yeah. Like nothing. Like this is like way after the point anyone cares. The anime fans stop caring at this point. Uh, yep. The manga fans stop caring at this point. Like this is like the, the and this, this this feels cheap in the rest of the series. Like the art is so much worse. Yeah. It feels so so forgot like after. Plus, they had yeah. caught. I, I'm pretty sure they had caught up to Kubo at this point, and so he's so like you can see how slow it is. Where it's like we don't want to make like a hundred episodes of a single fight. That they were like. We're we're just gonna end it here rather than wait to see how he finishes like the Quincy arc. I, I like the idea of a Quincy arc because they've been a, an organization in the world since the beginning. Like I'm yes. like, oh, that's interesting to have. This, them. this should have been. I, I like the idea too. This should have been earlier. earlier. I don't yeah. think they, should, they don't feel like a final boss. Like they, 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 by making them a final boss, I feel like you took any. You just made them feel like generic no, villains. But but they were they were always opposed to the. Chiyami, I yeah right? yeah but but like but yeah. like but like you set up the, like these because like, I seem like. They're different from like the Sh- the Shingami and those guys, but this story made them feel like the exact same thing. Like they're just as they have all the powers are yeah. like, varied. It's like no uniformity. Like they should have been a mini boss before Aizen. They shouldn't have been the final. Yeah, boss. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that for sure. So the Fullbringer arc is really interesting to me, and I like it's my favorite arc. But I will specify, I do not think it's necessarily the best arc, and also. I think the less you like Bleach, the more you potentially would like the Fullbringer arc, or the more you like the very first arc, is the more you'll like this. Because if you could, this if you could, t- if you could tolerate Bleach at this point, you have to like Bleach. You can't. <laughs> I mean, either you're Daryl, you're asking for to read through. But I'm saying, like, if you're like, yes, the, the Soul Society arc's so good, where I'm like, it, it's a good arc. It's definitely not, like, my favorite, though. It still has its, like, low points. Whereas the Fullbringer arc, because it's so short, it's about 54 chapters, it's very self-contained. It's like, it's what you want out of Kubo, where it's like, just be shorter. Just don't extend this out forever. <laughs> and he also, rather than having like 100 people, he introduces like seven new characters. And you get to know yeah. them. And it's, it's really interesting. It starts with Ichigo not having any powers. And it does like the same thing as the first, very first chapter did, where it's like, uh, hair, orange, occupation, student. And then it says he cannot see ghosts. And it explains that it's been one and a half years later and there's been like you know change-ups and there's a lot more maturity in the characters like now ichigo's goth sister is the one dealing with the ghosts that he had to deal with remember he had to deal with ghosts that's really cool yeah and then like his other younger sister the nice one is having problems because like he's moody and so it makes her moody 
And then, he, like, he goes to school, and all of his friends are like, we're getting jobs now, and Ichigo no longer, like, hangs out with us, and they don't like that. And Ichigo himself now has, a, like, a part-time job that he's working on, and he's trying to save up money to figure out what he wants to do with his life. So there's this, like, brimming adulthood to the series now where you're like, oh, this is cool. It's not just like, oh, boy, high school's a lot of fun. It's like, yeah. what are you going to do after life? And you, you get a lot of narration from Ichigo thinking about where it's like my time being a soul reaper that like I was I was proud of it but then I, I, like I have nothing remaining of that and he doesn't know you know he's kind of like drifting here and that that permeates like a lot of the the arc it's like it, it's this really cool juxtaposition of what would it be like sort of like in 52 if like Superman has no powers and he has to watch everyone else go and do stuff like Ichigo watches like um, the glasses Quincy just like run out of the room because he needs to go fight Hollows and Ichigo can't do anything. So he's just like, I'm just going to sit here, I guess. That sounds great. Yes. And so what ends up happening is he meets this group of people. They're called Execution. It's letter X and then Cution. And this is, <laughs> it's sort of like how the Hollows were all Spanish oriented. This is all like English. And these people... Okay have a special power i never like got into this because it's just so unnecessary to know but <laughs> i don't want ever... to fill my brain with all this pointless knowledge <laughs> yeah you know like spiritual powers like reyatsu and stuff mm. that power is unique to shinigamis whereas what the quincy's do is they use the power in the earth, very earth itself and around them like in the spirit of things and they harness that power to turn them into like bows to use them as you know energy bullets okay that's what that's what i thought they did because here it just seems like there's a shinigami in, in the story arc yeah but like, no like, they, they don't technically like necessarily have their own like reyatsu power but it's like again kubo doesn't like really give a shit about explaining any of this stuff uh, that's what i mean like but by they, they by making the quincy's these, these big ultra badass you took out anything that made them unique like now they're yep. just another fucking villain from Ichigo's yep fight. and i agree yeah but the, the Fullbringers are these guys that they manipulate power. That's what they're supposed to do. Is like, rather than they can push and pull on power, which is a really cool idea. But again, Kubo doesn't like, he doesn't ever utilize it. So what it really means is everyone, all these Fullbringers have tools that they have on them that harnesses their power. And this is where it gets into like, how, how I like how Kubo does a lot of his powers. They makes them really interesting. I think the most interesting powers are going to be like one of two things. It either has to be, if it's really powerful, it has to come at some great cost when you use it. So there has to be some disadvantage to it. Or it has to be a power that doesn't seem that useful. It has like a limited use, but is very creative. And all of the Fullbringers fall into the latter category where... Like, for instance, Rurika, she's this, like, tsundere girl. She's the girl of this arc that lights Ichigo. Sort of like how Nell was the girl of the last arc and, like, Orihime of, well, the last arc, too. But her power is that anything she finds cute, she can shrink and put into a dollhouse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's, like, that's really cool because it, seem, it seems, like, situational, but, like, she can shrink, she shrinks Ichigo down to, like, put him in dollhouse to train. And she shows that she captured, like, they capture a Yakuza guy to train with him. When they to, say like, cute, do they mean, like, you're attractive cute or you are? Yeah, like, it, it, it could be both. It could be, like, you're, oh, this is so, like, precious or, like, just, like, oh, you're cute. So, so like, if you're have, they had a fight with her, theoretically. I don't know if they ever did. Did the boss try to be, make himself look more, more deformed so she'll stop thinking he's cute or something like that? But, <laughs> but that, that doesn't happen. But see, but that is a thing where, like, um, 
They ended up capturing Yakuza. In order for her to use her powers on him, they had to put him in a teddy bear outfit so that she thought the teddy bear was cute, then she could shrink him. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Then there's another lady, Jackie. Oh my god, I'm just imagining like a fight where they have to get a teddy bear still in the final boss. And he's like, no, no, get off of me. And she's like, no, you're cute. Now you're small. Yeah. And then there's Jackie who she wears like boots and she calls them her dirty boots. And the dirtier the boots get, the stronger they become. And this is what I liked so much about like this arc is it's. It goes from like, uh, my power is like, if I see you, you die. And instead it's like, here's this very like unique power that can be useful if it's in the right state. This sounds to me like when you read like side spinoff X-Men books that are like deep in the 90s and they're like running out of powers. So like this guy, uh, he has a bunch of slugs that he talks to <laughs> that can eat anything. And this person can make extra bones. <laughs> Counterpoint, uh, Ryan, a lot of those stories were better than the action books at the time that they were being. Oh no, I, I'm not, it's, it's the kind of thing that sounds super dumb, but I find to be unique and fun and better than just like this guy can fly. You're not wrong about that. Definitely like, but that's what I liked. It's, it brought everything back down and said like, the, here's like a super powerful, like eyes and you see my sword. I control you forever. It's, instead, it's just like this, when you see them using their powers like smartly or being very strong, you're like, oh, that's really cool that they're able to do this. I, 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 yeah. I should say, get out of the way. Like, that's one of the reasons why I, I like the side fights before that, before this. And I hate, uh, I hate it when we got to uh, the Aizen fight. Mm-hmm. I realize the uh, reason why I, I, I probably like this better than you, Daryl, because I really uh, hate the main fight, the main fighting format of most shonens. Where mm-hmm. you know the hero's gonna win, he has to win. There's no like he's gonna power up somehow during the fight or something. You know he has to uh-huh. win. Uh, the fight's already just decided. It's just a, how many bullshit plots are you gonna pull out of the ass before it happens. While yeah. a lot of the side fights, you actually see a back and forth and different abilities playing coming to play with each other. Yeah, but, uh, it's yeah. it's like hey, you had mentioned before during the car the fake Karakura Town stuff where you're like, I don't know whether or not these guys are gonna win, which makes the fights tense. Mm, whereas yeah. I know Ichigo can't die. Even when he gets literally killed, he can't die. That's what happens. (laughs) And one of the other things I like about the Fullbringer arc is... This is going to illuminate you guys so much if I like it. Is that Chad is revealed to be a Fullbringer. And he's like... He's been going here and like training with these guys. And like the tool that he uses is the necklace that his grandpa gave him. And like he gets Ichigo to bring out Ichigo's Fullbringer power... But he does this by telling him that it's like you have to think about what you're prideful in. That's that's why the tool is so useful that you find like my necklace instills me with pride because I'm proud of my mestizo blood. I'm proud of my heritage. I'm proud of the color of my skin. And that was a really cool moment to have within a shonen like yeah, thing definitely. of a minority character being like, I'm proud that I am a minority. Because a lot of a lot of shows feel like no one even addresses that it's like, hey, you're not the same color as me. Yeah, deep down, we're all the same. Yeah, okay. yeah. whereas Chad's like, I, despite like how big I am and how like scary I may have seemed, I've never felt bad about being Mexican. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. So, really cool. Hi, wait. Too bad we're not reading this fucking arc. Ichigo's a Fullbringer? Are you born with it? Okay, so to be a Fullbringer... <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline. Your mother has to be attacked by a hollow. And then that scar transfers to you when you're born... And then you can harness like quasi hollow powers, which is the Fullbringer stuff. Would you say uh, that's we, stupid? Would you say this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <I'll laughs> yeah it is. While we're talking about this, we should also mention Quincy's mom. Should, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> Ichigo's <laughs> mom just not to be a Quincy in this story arc, too. He's literally every fucking thing. But that would, no make sense, yeah. that, that would make sense why he got attacked by a hollow, because yeah, Quincy's fight hollows. 
People bitch about Superman, but this, this series is like if Superman also trained as Batman and got <laughs> Wonder Woman's magic powers and got a green lantern. Like, this is like, he, he has to be everything. Ichigo can't be all yeah. concepts at once. He has to be every concept in this fucking universe. Which also makes like all the side characters seem less important to me because it's like, oh, we have a Quincy character. He's different. And it's like, oh, but Ichigo's also a Quincy. Yeah. It's like when writers are like, Superman's faster than the Flash. And I'm like, then why does the Flash exist yeah. on the Justice yeah. League? Yeah. yeah, it is literally like giving Superman all the powers of like Flash, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern. He basically has yeah. all their powers except Martian Manhunter is like... <laughs> <laughs> So the last interesting thing about this is, which is what we're going to get into, which I included for them to read, is that there's only one, it starts as one villain in this arc. It's Tsukashima. It's this guy, I love this guy so much. He's another cool, like, it's a Byakuya clone where he's like, I'm too cool and I'm really calm and I'm just like, I got long black hair. But he's more smug. He's kind of like a mix of Byakuya he and, and Aizen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Ogin. Ogin. Maybe. Like, he's, he's, he's kind of smuggish about like, the way he acts. I, I could see that. And so the the arc starts with Ichigo like doesn't want to join with execution and learn how to be a full bringer and stuff because he doesn't trust them. And then, well, Glasses Quincy is out one time patrolling. He gets attacked by Tsukushima, this main villain. And then it calls Ichigo into action because he's like, I want to protect people because he gets like, you know, mortally wounded. He almost dies. And so Ichigo goes and goes and joins up with execution. And the whole arc is about that they want him to be strong so that they can funnel their powers into him and return back to being humans, all of the Fullbringers. Because they're like, having like fake hollow powers kind of sucks. We just want to be normal people. So we want you to get stronger, so we'll give you our powers, and then that will bring you back to being a Shinigami again, like essentially the same level. And I have to, I have to say, Ichigo's Fullbringer is so, so stupid. It's just his old sword from, like, before, basically. <laughs> I like, noticed hey, that. I was, I was like... I shoot, I shoot blades out, and you're like, cool. Great way to use Ichigo Kubo. Give him a completely new power and make it indistinguishable from the last. It also negates like, his previous power, because he made his short small to be stronger or faster or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So it's like, he... he... Like, why did he change? I don't know. Like, never mind. Forget <laughs> yeah, I love that because you're at the same point where I am where it's just like, sometimes you're just like, this is dumb. I wish I could reason it out. I'm not going to waste my time with this. Yeah. <laughs> and so Tsukushima's thing is as he goes through, like he sees Orihime one time. and Oh, that's also why this arc's good too is because it returns Orihime back to being fun for a majority of yes. it, which is really that's nice. Cool. It has like the, their old friend like Taki back too. But um, he, he sees Orihime and he stabs through her. And you're like, oh, no, she got killed or something. But the it, his sword doesn't leave any wounds on you, which is really bizarre. Oh, and, that makes sense because that happens later. Yes, and as it's going he on. Stabs each, yeah, he stabs somebody and everyone's just like, oh, you. And I'm yeah. like, wait a second. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I, th- I thought it was like a betrayal moment when it happened. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah, and so it's really interesting because there's this mystery around just like one central villain, which is really nice. Rather than like, here's a cast of characters you got paid yeah, attention yeah, yeah. to. Like, Who is this guy? He's really strong. Execution wants to fight him. And they explain he used to be a former member of it. And so the part that we're going to get to is when Ichigo finally gets his full bringer powers back in full. So he returns <laughs> home. And this is just such an this is my favorite part in like almost all bleach because it is the ultimate like i love despair in a lot of manga and uh, like anime i love that feeling of just like ultimate dread so why don't you like this fucking manga because that's all they keep playing up all the fucking time like oh i feel bad if each you go no they they want to bring up despair for a lot of it but a lot of the times like ichigo's too dumb to be like well like when um 
Ukiwara was beating the shit out of him. He's like, I don't, I know you're stronger. I'm still gonna beat you. It's like, oh, is that why you like? It's not like you really especially hate Ichigo because he, he's he's always like, I'm mean, he's always dumbly stoic, like never even like flinches on. Yeah, like, yeah, like he doesn't even like process things correctly. Whereas here, you actually get to see him like terrified and he's like mind blown because he shows up to his house and Tsukushima, the main villain of this arc, is just hanging out here, and then his sisters are both like, hey, look who. It's over. It's Su-chan. And they're like, oh, he hasn't changed a bit. And he's like, hey, am I being too much trouble stopping by? And Ichigo's like, what the fuck? He's so just, he starts like, attacking him. And his sisters are like, what, what, what are you doing? That's our best friend. And yeah. Then, and then the friends come over. And they're all like, hey, Su-chan's here. We're all, we're all here to <laughs> hang out. We brought dinner. Yeah. We can... We can call Chad and Orihime to come over too, and yeah. and Tsukushima calls Orihime. He's like, "Yeah, you should come over. Uh, you know, I'm at Ichigo's house." <laughs> <laughs> and so he throws him against the wall. He's like, "What did you do?" And immediately they rush over again. They're like, "Are you okay?" And it's like, "You have to like Taki. You have to apologize to him for like hanging up. I don't know what you're so angry about. Just like, what's wrong with you?" And they're all like, "They have it's, no idea why." It's he's a great doing shot this. of every family member and friend <laughs> saying, "Ichigo, Onichan." What's what's wrong? With you? You're acting really weird, and he's watching all of their shocked faces, just being like, "Oh my god, am I going crazy? Like, what's happening?" Yeah. So rather than just like continue to fight, like, "Oh, I'm Ichigo, I'll just fight back no matter what," he flees. He runs away because he has no clue what's going on. And then he meets this. This is a, like a filler character that's here. It's the Unagi lady. This is the boss he works for. She just has big boobs. That's her thing. I I noticed that her <laughs> boobs are, are bigger than Orihime's by like a considerable margin. Mm, I, I whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Orihime has pretty big boobs. <laughs> yeah, but like like this one like she's also wears tighter clothes too. Yeah, like. Yeah. I, maybe it's because like, she has a sh- she has a sh- her shirt like emphasizes it's like a uh you up, up, I don't know is it, never mind. <laughs> she's very busty yeah <laughs> yeah so he's like he feels comforted by her because she's like the the motherly figure in this and then she shoves his face in her boobs okay that's yeah. what oh that's what because like that's what that's why i made me think that because they, when they draw it they the art so shit at this point they draw <laughs> they draw like she's wearing boob socks that's what made me think of it yeah, yeah. she has boob socks basically and then at the door is Tsukushima, and she's like, hey, look, Tsukushima came by to pick you up. And then he <laughs> runs away again, and then he runs into, like, the leader of Execution, Ginjo. And he's he's this cool guy with, like, this, uh, what is that kind of coat called that has, like, the furry neckline? It's like the squall, okay. the squall coat. <laughs> yeah, he wears a squall coat. <laughs> I really have to say, uh, when we talked about how uh, nothing in his arm, like, made sense or whatever... A lot of times, like mm-hmm. the composition of some of these panels, like as I'm going through it, like these, these are atrocious. Like when <laughs> it turns out the big boob lady is also friends with the evil bad guy, uh-huh. like they're all the way to the right for no reason. Hope last hand is just blank. Like <laughs> yeah. the art is so terrible. Like it is offensively bad to me at this point. That's actually yeah. The top left is like completely empty and it's just taking up space. Oh man. And and so he explains that Tsukushima has now brainwashed the entire group of execution. And it's like, damn, that that's brutal. And then I skip ahead to like when they're fighting inside of this one like abandoned building where he was at. And Orihime is healing Tsukushima and like helping him because they're friends now. And Ichigo's like, I can't believe this, like, why are you doing this? And then Chad's like punching at him and he's like, I didn't I wasn't training to get stronger to give you my powers so you could beat up on Tsukushima. Like, this isn't what I trained for. And they even explain, it's like, remember he was there, he saved Rukia, 
he was there when we defeated Aizen. It was only yeah. possible because of him. I love that. They're like, he's been in yeah. every story we've been in, and he was crucial in saving us. How could you be betraying our friend? Yeah. <laughs> and so then <laughs> Tsukashiba explains to him his power. And this is, I love this ability because this is ultimate gaslighting. This is such, <laughs> such an asshole ability. Yeah. It, his is what you call the, the Wikipedia entry, ultimate gaslighting? Instead of ultimate hypnosis, only gaslighting. His, his sword is called the Book of the End. And what he does is he, when he stabs you, he doesn't change your memory. He literally inserts himself like a bookmark into like a book into your past. So he's like, any I can put myself anywhere. So I was always there in like your history and stuff. I think this is such a cool power. It, it is. Really, yeah. This, it is really this, cool. this, 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 this would have been a better final boss than what we got. Like, the real final boss were the friends you apparently made along the way. <laughs> and so it's really cool because he explains to him, but the past they've experienced and like the past that Ichigo's experienced are two different things. And now basically he's walked along with them all their life. Like he's been by their side. Every one of his friends has Tsukushima as their friend now. And only Ichigo doesn't. So that's why it's like he's all alone living this yeah. life without Tsukushima being inserted into his life. And, and if there's any theme to Ichigo as a character, it's that he fights for his friends. Like, that's his only fucking yeah. thing. So, like, if, <laughs> yeah. if you're going to have a final arc, like, the anime did it right. End on this arc, because that makes more sense. And yeah. on something with Ichigo's friend being away from him. Yeah. And it, it's a really cool, like, because it's like, how do you, what do you do about that? It's like, I'm just permanently a part of their life now. Like, that's it. Like, I can put myself in anywhere into their, their yeah. history and stuff. And Ichigo goes to attack him again, and or Hime puts up a shield, and he's just like, he's screaming. He's like, why did I even get these powers? And then, I, like, I cut it off there. It's all these guys read. And it, it's... I, I, that was, it's, it always sucks when Dara comes away, because I do, I, I did find it quite engaging. It's very, it's very good setup for a plot. So what happens is he's not even the main villain that Ichigo ends up, like, fighting at the very end of this. There's a... <laughs> There's a kind of cool twist that is revealed where basically Tsukushima, if he puts his sword into you after he already attacked you like once, he can t remove himself from your life fully. And so what okay. he did is he removed himself from all of execution so they would think that he's the enemy when actually like he wanted them to it's very bizarre but he removed himself from execution so that they could see him as an enemy so that they needed to recruit ichigo and train him and then at the very end he puts himself back into execution to be like hey we were all friends and the reason we've been doing this is because we want to steal your powers at the very end of this as soon as you get strong enough because like he's the strongest shinigami and stuff as soon as you get strong enough we're just going to absorb your powers and then we're going to be like god tier so who's the final boss? Is and so they, they do that, and then he's left with no powers, and they're like, all right, see you later. And in his like final moment of despair, he gets stabbed through the, the chest <laughs> again. But it's a callback to when Rukia, she's like, hey, take my power, and then he like stabs himself on her sword. And it's Rukia stabbing him again. And she got she got the rest of the captains to give like, you know, a fraction of their power to put it into a sword to restore him to being the Shinigami status. Because an entire time? Goddamn, whatever. <laughs> Well, I guess it took a year. I don't know. It took a year and a half or something. And so then it... This have, is a fucking filler arc. God damn. Yeah. Nothing, <laughs> so then you have this, this, the Soul Society captains now fight the new friends that you ended up, like, getting to know really well. That now they're all, like, you know, quote-unquote villains. It's more that they're all following Ginjo, the, guy, the squall guy. And he's basically an asshole that just, like, hates 
Soul Society because he was the very first substitution Soul Reaper, and then they removed his powers because he was killing other Shinigami to steal their powers because he's mm. greedy. And so you have like all you know all the captains fight like one on one against their uh, guys, and Byakuya fights against Tsukushima, and it is the most interesting fight of like that arc. It's really interesting. Because Byakuya is really OP, and you get to see how Tsukushima, like, fights against other people, because he clashes swords with Byakuya, and then he says to him, like, he reveals, he's like, guess what, bitch? When we clash swords, I insert myself into your sword, so now I know everything your sword can do. <laughs> All right, that's a- and he reveals to him, it's like, my stuff works on inanimate objects, so I inserted myself, like, my history, into the battlefield we're fighting to alter it while we're fighting. Uh, uh, we, we can never bitch about fucking combo powers ever again. <laughs> again, I, I've said it a million times, though, it's 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 the, the way the, the story takes itself, like, this from the beginning was like this is crazy over the top when when you're like this is real life Chicago or Metropolis <laughs> yeah. and but then most of the stuff when, when we talk the reason like uh, the perspective uh, you should always remember right we're not talking about like the movie canon we're talking about usually 60s campy stories like like the 60s no Batman I mean series. 60s stuff I'm never like this isn't realistic this is the 60s but, <laughs> but like it's, I mean, it's, I mean like. It's more modern stories that try to take itself really seriously, but then they have shit like that. Like, no, nothing in Bleach ever was like, this is serious, real-life Earth stuff. Yeah. No one goes to jail. No cop. <laughs> yeah, no cops show up and try to stop Byakuya. <laughs> so him and Byakuya fight, and he, he ends up, like, learning all Byakuya's moves, so he knows to stay close so that Byakuya's pedals can't reach him. And he's like, I know literally everything about you, so you can't beat me. So Byakuya's like, all right, I'm going to learn a new move on the spot then and beat you with it. And that's how he does it. And that's the most interesting fight. Uh, Ichigo fights Ginjo, the Squall guy, and their fight is super boring. It's like the same thing as Aizen. It's just like they're literally throwing Getsuka Tenchos at each other. You're like, okay, it's just like two of you guys doing it. Glasses Quincy does help him out, though, which is, like, the only unique thing about it. But they beat him, and then all the Fullbringers end up, like, retreating and running away. And it's a very self-enclosed arc. Like, it, it even ends on, like, a good note with Tsukushima, like, crying over Grinjo's, uh, Ginjo's death. Because Ginjo had, you like... You say Grimjo? Grimjo? Yeah. <laughs> the names are blurring together. I'm surprised you fucking kept them together for so long. Like, I, I'm, I'm done. Like, I forget everyone's name after. Ends on, like, a cool note of, like, Tsukushima weeping over Ginjo's death because Ginjo was their leader and everyone felt for him and he's the only one that dies out of this. And they all, like, they're like, but you taught us to, like, be a group and to stick together and to pick up the pieces and to keep moving. So it's even, like, it's motivational for these villains to, to like, go out and be the better people that it wasn't just, um... Like, it's sort of like Aizen being like, like, he doesn't care about the Iran cars, and they don't really care about him that much, and you're like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, there's camaraderie there, which was nice. All right, I'm going to watch the anime now. I'm going back to that camp. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the filler arc. I hope you guys enjoyed your 30 minutes of filler, because now we're getting into the, the, the Quincy arc, or the Thousand Year War arc, or I forget what other three names So after three minutes, we're fine against the actual arc we're supposed to be covering. This is the actual <laughs> yeah. final arc. Uh, yeah. Can I tell you in advance? I think the main villain of this is cool, so fuck you guys. I really? Think he sucks. Uh, I think this, this arc sucks, except for a few good fights. 
I I feel nothing towards this. <laughs> I, I, I like bits and pieces of it. I'm just like, by this point, I was so fatigued reading it. I was like, sure, whatever. Like, I wasn't even trying to think about things. I was like, let's do this. It's still, it's important to note uh, before we really get into it that as for the three of us that aren't Daryl, there mm-hmm. were many times where Daryl was like, I'm skipping 60 chapters of this. So I think it's important to know when you talk about fatigue, if yeah. we don't feel that fatigue, there's a clear reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I felt fatigued. Uh, <laughs> oh, I did too. But I just mean like, you know, fuck you, Phil, pretty much. <laughs> liking this villain? Why, why fuck me? No, no, I'm kidding. We'll But just yeah. uh, remember the scribe. He looks like he's designed. He, I thought he was a fucking uh, Ichigo sword for a second. The spear of the sword. Except with a he is. Mo- he is. It's revealed as a twist that Ichigo's sword. Remember how Ichigo's sword wasn't actually a sword. It was like a combination of his hollow and that the the Kubo, the self insert yeah. character. Right, so and then it's revealed that the self insert guy, the guy with the cool glasses, is an embodiment of him because Ichigo's a Quincy. Ah. So does that mean he uh, literally? This guy literally is the self insert of Kubo? Because I guess. Because <laughs> he's like his design sucks. Like Aizen, at least when he took off his glass, like took off his glasses he's like he looks like a villain this guy looks like a fucking he looks like a king which is yeah. cool he's like he's he... like a guy in a trench coat with a mustache he's, he's, some... he's also he's also got like that yeah that cool mustache that goes into yeah, the sideburns that... and, and the cool cl- also the cool cloak. Uh, he feels he feels like a final boss to me especially like and, and, and like the art really kills a lot of anything any menace to this could have happened because even until the eyes fight the end uh even when stuff was dragging on at least stuff still looked cool but mm. like when yeah. he starts going to hyper hyper form, all each, all the fucking artist does is make everyone more and more black. Like yes. it's like I'm gonna save <laughs> on fucking drawing anything. I'm just gonna make more and more black to this fucking page. So like, like, he's just like spilling ink everywhere, and he's like, boom, that's it. My work done for a week. He, li- I mean, one of his guys is literally is like, I just spill ink all over the page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also think a big difference between him and Eyes In is this guy has extra eyes out. <laughs> Ooh, good, uh, you're right. Good one. Good one. Because he's got extra eyes. Well, not yet. He spoilers. will. <laughs> he will. Spoilers. Uh, so, so the Quincy basically are like a German army. You know, they wear yes. like German suits from like World War One or World War Two. I do still think that all like those kind of design choices are very cool. That each area has like mm-hmm. this different like cultural iconography. I, did, I liked uh, it a lot. Too. On on paper, it's really cool. I I didn't catch that while reading this because uh, it doesn't play into anything at all. But I mean, the names are yeah. so different. I mean, all the a lot of their dialogue, their terms, their names, and their I outfits. know, but I mean, like in terms of what actually the action to play out, like I never noticed that. And, and yeah, but setting matters. It's not always what's in the plot. Yeah. Like no, but like yeah. but like if it's not playing into the plot whatsoever, it it doesn't matter. Literally, like I didn't notice. I didn't no, notice. I think it matters. But I think it matters a lot to different. Did you not care about the hollows being Spanish? Uh, no, but I, I feel like that mattered more because the designs, at least uh, uh, German design, like you have to make it like more explicit than this. I don't. I fucking. I, they're I wearing don't. like Nazi uniforms. Yeah, I don't think it's not. I think <laughs> they don't. I, I didn't notice. Like the, the art is also. They have like armbands. <laughs> I didn't notice it. Like I'm, I'm not, yeah. I'm not gonna. Every, they're always. They're constantly throwing like it's the Vandenreich and the yeah. the stern. <laughs> the stern. Did, the did, 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 did Nazis wear fucking dresses? They're wearing like fucking dresses yeah, here. Those are cloaks. Yeah, did Nazis wear cloaks? Uh, oh no. no, like, uh, no, then they, they fucked up. Like, that's the first image we got them, and they're cloaked, so they fucked up their fucking presentation. No, fuck, fuck you guys. I don't know, I think it's pretty I, clear. I, I like it. I didn't catch it all, and the art didn't help either, so. So, this, this was such a hard thing to include in the beginning, because I actually jump a lot of chapters mid-thing without telling you guys, because you get so little story bits before it's like, here's Ichigo meeting, he literally meets a new soul, like, a new Shinigami, a new soul reaper, and then they do nothing. I'm like, cool, great introduction. What? what 
fantastic. And so basically, I introduce these guys because you see the king, and they go and report to him, and he's like, he just blows off the arm of one of his guys because he's a giant asshole. He's the same, I'm trying to think about what his personality is like. He's just an asshole, kind of. Like, he's, like, the calm, very, like, almost like Eisen, where he's leaning in the chair, resting yeah. on his yeah. This reminds me, like, he's trying to take Eisen. But, like, the reason why Eisen worked for, like, he stopped working after a while. The reason why he worked at all is because you, you had that tw- that good twist yeah. of being the bad guy. Uh, you got to know him beforehand. This guy, he's just, I, like, like this is just the same scene where uh, uh, Grimjaw and the other guy start, almost start fighting. And they stop because he, he Eisen, uh, like, talks, like... It's just that, but like we gotta up up the ante because we gotta make this guy cooler, and it works on Phil. But I think it's fucking stupid. Like, oh wow, it's so cool that this guy's more bloody than Eisen. I'm like, this guy has no personality whatsoever. He's a king, uh, basically. He's like, Phil likes he's kings. A king. He's a king. He's a kingly guy. He does guy. say, he does say, I don't like fights, and I I also don't like fights. So yeah, even though like, I root for this guy. Yeah, yeah, he lives up to that principle in this fucking. <laughs> yeah, he says that, and then it's just all fights. He's waiting in like this alternate dimension. I don't even know where they are. And he's waiting until Ichigo, in, he goes to Huecomundo because what they start doing is the army, the Sternritter, his army, invades Huecomundo and just starts killing a bunch of hollows. And so that catches Ichigo's attention. Ichigo goes in there with Hat and Clogs and Orihime and Chad. And then he's like, boom, that's great. Now that Ichigo's in there, uh, let's go invade Soul Society. And they, I even, I didn't include this one chapter, but the, they even go to Soul Society and they tell the head captain guy, they're like, oh, we're going to invade you. And then they teleport out, which is so dumb. I forgot, I forgot his first costume. It literally is all black. They show up a full panel when he reveals himself, the king character. He is, <laughs> he's wearing all black, like, he's like Dracula, but all black. Like, it is... He just loves black so much in his fucking comic. Yeah, he does. Maybe Kubo accidentally bought like too much ink and was just trying to like write it off. I imagine more. It's like um, <laughs> yeah. it, when they made the Batman animated series, they had black paper and they drew over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And he bought black paper by accident. And he's like, I gotta make this white ink last. Gotta <laughs> do as much as possible. <laughs> yeah. And then I included this conversation between the head captain guy and the the Soul Society Nazi doctor dude. And basically what happened is when they started killing Hollows, the Nazi doctor started, he went and gathered, remember how like a Soul Society is feudal Japan and on the outskirts of the city is like the poor districts and stuff. Mm-hmm. He ended up gathering 28,000 poor people and killing them because he's like, well, you know, we got to balance because, you know, the more Hollows that die is it tips the balance. So I got to kill a whole bunch of people. Which is, again, another great thing about him is he goes behind everyone's back and he's like, I, I had to kill them because of balance or something like that. And the the head captain's really, the old man is upset at him for doing this. But it's like, hey, I wouldn't have had to kill all these people if you, a thousand years ago, you had killed the king of this place. And the, <laughs> I'm trying to, what do you guys, have, we got to agree on a term for the king, unless you just want to call him the Let's king. Let's just call him Isn't the king. It, it, they, they say it in here, don't they say Yuhabaha or something? I'm not going to phone call Yuhabaha, he's the king, <laughs> fuck you. It like, is Yuhabaha, but it's like, it's the, you know, it's the Japanese style. It's like, what is it supposed to be? Because it's a German pronunciation of a Hebrew word written in Japanese. That's what. I, so that's what I thought. It, it reminded me of Yahweh. It so is, it is, yeah. It's Yahweh, but it's like... Yavak, I think, so, maybe? So we're, so we're making a presentation, so we have to do two things. We have to have a name that we can all remember and pronounce correctly, and one that our audience will remember clearly. So it's not going to be Yuho Baha, whatever the fuck it is. It's going to be the king. <laughs> He's the king, that's it. We're done. All right, sure. But anyway, his name is Yavak, or Yuho Baha, or Yuach. 
I thought I think it's really cool that he has God's name. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And so Ichigo's stuck in Hueco Mundo, and he just beat like one of the the head guys. And basically, what the king's army is, his stern ritter. It's sort of like how everyone, there's like the Gote 13, the 13 captains, and then there's Aizen's spot of the top 10 guys. Yeah. Uh, the king has, what, how many letters are in the alphabet? 24, 26? 26. He has, he has 26 generals that he gives a letter to, which is their power. Which alphabet? Which fucking alphabet? Because which alphabet? American. The, the Latin. Why would, or German. Oh, the, Latin, the German. Okay, that makes We sense. all use the same, all Latin alphabets like german french they all use the same alphabet they don't use any other extra letters they put umlauts and stuff but those don't count as extra letters i think those don't count here as extra letters that's bullshit okay there no every literally that is the roman like the latin alphabet is the same you can look i know but they sometimes i know in polish they consider different different letters sometimes when you have like an umlaut or something like that but in german it's not but i'm wondering i'm wondering english is a germanic language so english is the same thing as german then is that so, because if you just say it's the same as German, I'm like, okay, but it's the same as English. I'm like, that's bullshit. Yeah, it's the same. They, I don't. I'm, you don't consider umlauts. There's 26 uh, letters in the German alphabet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> anyway, so he just defeated the guy that's like letter J, and um, as this is going on, I skipped a lot of the when the the Vandenreich actually invades Soul Society because it's it's a lot of them showing up and. It's great. Kubo introduces literally like four new characters that all get killed within the first chapter of when they get invade, which is like it, it's him not wanting to kill his pet characters and stuff. But he does he does kill a handful of uh, old characters. And by a handful, I mean like three. And some of them are ones that it's like I, I even I was like, who is this guy again? <laughs> and so the Quincy's are killing a whole bunch of Soul Society. While this is going on, they're hoping that Ichigo will come back and save them. And so as he's like flying to get out of Hueco Mundo, they're, they exposit all over him everything that's like that's about their deal. The they have like powers they can transform just like the the Hollows could. They can transform into like you know their ultimate form. Um, they have Blut which is they can change how their blood runs through the veins, whether it's defensive or offensive, mm. which is a cool idea that just rarely gets brought up. I think it never gets brought up again, like, after this, other than just like, <laughs> oh, I see you were using Blut. <laughs> um, and then the last thing is that they all have, like, these metals that can steal people's bankais. So, for instance, Byakuya gets his bankai stolen, the big dog guy gets his bankai stolen, another lady gets her bankai stolen. So you're like, oh, this is, like, getting real because now these people can't even use... They can use their swords, their, their first form of it, but they can't use their second form, the bankai. And they explain to him, it's like, they can't steal your bankai, which we saw at the beginning of the arc. A guy tried to steal and it's like, why isn't this working? And it's because each goes too OP. It actually doesn't actually get explained. It's just, like, too strong. Or it's because he's part Quincy. Yeah, and later on, the the, high, like, the higher level guys are like, I'm the only one who can steal your power. When, when you're a uh, Quincy who fucks a hollow, fucks uh, a <laughs> you become my uh, God-tier combo. Yeah, and so Ichigo's trying to fly over there, and then the guy that he thought he killed, Kurgiopi, isn't actually dead, and he's like, check out my ability, Jay is the jail. He just locks him inside of a prison, and he's like, boom. And then Ichigo, as he's stuck there, all he, he has to hear through the communication device that he has to talk to Soul Society, just like them screaming as everyone gets massacred inside the headquarters. And he's just stuck in, like, Swords of Revealing Light from Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> <laughs> 
and he's like freaking out and like slamming his sword against the the uh the prison walls and then the guy that jailed him ends up getting killed by someone they're like who is this and literally for 100 chapters it doesn't reveal who it is but it's grim Zhao who's back alive i do i do think it's so hilarious how every single arc not only do they do the the traditional shonen like here's my 10 captains thing but mm-hmm. they literally do, like you said, they all have a Grimjow slash uh, uh, Renji character. They yeah. all have a Byakuya. <laughs> They're just like, I'm I'm the reckless, angry one. And, yeah, I'm cool and calm and powerful. <laughs> and before, where you're like excited to see the Bankai, or some of us were, uh, now it's like, I, I'm like interested in like what the letter is. So like, oh, M, what is that going to stand for? And yeah, I, I could not give a fuck less what the fucking letter was. Um... <laughs> I I really got sick of them repeating the same plots over again. Can we have like different character types in this fucking story arc, please? <laughs> this is this is why I was saying that where I was like, I think the Fullbringer arc you like it more if you're tired of Bleach being this. Whereas like if you like Bleach being this, this arc is like the again the Hollow arc just amped up to eleven now. So while this is going on, like everyone's fighting, and then you get it's a really interesting scene where Byakuya. Uh, is fighting and he basically accepts that he's like gonna die, but he still decides to fight anyway. And I find happens... the films of Darius just cut away saying that Byakuya died, and then he, he says, "No, he's not dead." So I'm like, well, "Why'd you cut away to this, Daryl?" Like, what was it? Be- because because look at how he drew him. What happens to Byakuya is Byakuya gets his entire bankai slammed into him so hard it pushes him through a wall. And remember, his bankai's a million sword pedals. And so, and there's just blood splattered and like a corpse shape. He should be dead. How, He's how, still alive. How after can this. you? How can dude, like everyone's power level is so above like a million? How could you even say like this should happen? Like because characters probably, do die in this. Where I, they're like, oh, this guy, like one of the fan favorites, he gets killed early on in this, and he just stays. He doesn't stay dead. Actually, how, how did that, <laughs> how, how, how did Mimo what's her face survive being stabbed? How did how did all these characters survive? Like. How do each the of difference survive? is like I can buy like being stabbed like having a million swords what slammed happened? into you to where you're just pulp. Well, happens? I already forgot how did you go? Didn't he die? He got his yeah. he got a hole in him. Yeah, but he turned into a hollow, which brought what? him back to life, right. and then he. Whereas Byakuya, this just happens to him and he doesn't die. Everyone's so this is like arguing whether Superman should have died from a punch like that. Like everyone's so above human. I, I, my, I, my my frustration is that Byakuya has a moment where he tells Ichigo he's like. Please, like, you know, we never really liked each other when Ichigo arrives there. He's like, we never really liked each other, but please avenge me, avenge my family honor for me, even if you don't well, like they, me. But they did that too. They made, they made, they faked out every character's death. But that's, that's that, I can see what Daryl's saying. Like, you, you, even though everyone is really strong, there's certain things that you see, like, this is a killer thing. Like, like Superman does die to Doomsday and should die to Doomsday. Even though yeah. he's Superman, it's like, when, when you're, when you're up against something so strong, you should still die. That's actually a good point too, because uh, when after our last episode in the Discord, people were like, "Oh, Ryan thinks it's dumb that he gets stabbed and then comes back, <laughs> but he loves that Hal Jordan comes back." And to me, the difference is like Phil bringing up Superman getting killed by Doomsday still had emotional weight, and he didn't just like brush it off immediately and come back right he away. Died. There was still like a narrative arc to the death. The the death had some sort of purpose. Yeah. Where when you just die and then five pages later, or like the thing that or I was complaining about last episode, you don't die. It's like it looks like yeah. you die, but you're not dead. 
I, I think yeah, you I get think, stabbed through think... the heart and then you just get up. It's like, what weight did that stab have? It's just shock. It's not yeah. narrative weight at all. If, yeah. if we read like, uh, maybe if I read like all one million fucking pages of uh, Bleach, uh, maybe I can see where Daryl is coming from. I think the fact that we have so many de- uh, uh, the clearest day deaths on page, and Daryl said they're still alive after this, like makes every death feel like it doesn't matter. Like I, so, I, I, so even so the characters you, that even the characters that never come back, I'm pretty sure they're still alive somewhere. Like yeah, I, so, I don't buy any death. <laughs> so for you, it's the fact that like like you're at this point where it's like no one can really die. You don't buy that anyone dies in this. Yeah. Which for me, like, I was reading it, and when he says his final words to Ichigo, I'm like, this is a good point. Sort of like with Momo, this is a good point to kill this character because they fulfilled their purpose, they lived a good life, and they serve, like, as a sad stepping stone, and they raise the stakes. You're like, we gotta kill these guys. Yeah. And it's like, again, Byaku doesn't die here, so it's like, all right, whatever. And what ends up happening is... um, the king is facing off against the old man, the head of soul society, and this is where like some of the bankai start to get really like out out there and stuff because the old man's bankai is four stages to it, and there's another guy whose bankai is going to be like four stages where he's like, I can do this and do this and do this. Like his sword is as hot as the sun, and I forget what one of the other things are, but then he's like, I can also raise the army of the dead. To come fight yeah, you. Yeah, I, lo- I love that. They're like, the, the, the translation they gave is Grand Array of Ten Trillion Dead and Buried by Flame. <laughs> yeah. I, I love this scene until the very end where they had Dumb Twist. But um, <laughs> but, but um, this this is why I was not interested in Bankai that much because I'm, I, I don't like, I'm just a little power. I could do more swords or whatever. But mm-hmm. this is basically more like I like I have magic powers. Like if yeah. Bankai was presented more like you get a magic power, that that's a better way set up that's basically what this old man's power was he can raise the dead and i'm like that's fucking cool and not only the dead he raises your friends who have died and makes them try to kill you so as the king is fighting him you see these like the skeletons are drawn in all black like slide and daryl said that like the art is just like everything's black so these skeletons and i think it looks actually does look cool this is one i keep mocking it there are many pages where it does work you still black so there's like a skeleton army basically shambling like uh crawling i should say up to get the king yeah. and he the the head of the soul society is like look who you're just smashed look what skull you just smashed look yeah. at their face and then he starts to see all <laughs> his dead friends <laughs> yeah and so you see one of the skeletons and then it flashes to the living person he used to know and it's just all he's being dragged down into hell by all his friends and then he's like oh you were unable to steal my bankai that's why you couldn't do this because i'm so strong and he's like this is the end for you. And then the king starts freaking out. He's like, no, I, I can't be stopped by the likes of this. So he starts to rush at him. And then the old man's like, all the suffering can't compare to the bitterness and hatred of all the Shinigami you've killed. And so then he uses just this move that just evaporates like his midsection in arm. And it looks like he kills the king. And then he like he, steam rises off of him as it starts raining. The old man, because his bankai makes him really hot. Again, cool, cool art here. I will say, like, I do agree with Sly that in general there's a, a decline. Yeah, but there are still cool scenes. There's there's yes, a lot less like are. effort. He keeps trying to go for like more style using the all the the black ink. Yeah, yeah. And then the king's like, I I wasn't strong enough. I'm sorry, Yuhabaksama. And you're like, <laughs> wait, he's saying the king's name. And then we get this is the great. best <laughs> exposition dump. Oh, so lo- there's so much it. black in this fucking comic. Now we get people in blackface. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't get why they were. So they have a, a flashback to this, these two people born. Choice. 
uh, just me being born are twins, and the nurse and doctor are in blackface. I have no fucking idea why they're in blackface. But the, the babies are so identical, these two twins, that no one could tell them apart. And eventually, they couldn't even tell themselves apart. The names are Lloyd and Royd. And this looks like... Hey, wait, wait. Their last name is Royd, too. So it's Lloyd Royd and Royd Royd. So it's Mario, Mario, and Luigi Mario from the yeah. Super Mario Bros. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, the, and this is what I mean by the art getting really bad. Uh, if, you, if anyone uh, knows One Punch Man, One Punch Man started out as a webcomic. The art on Lloyd and Roy looks like the One Punch Man webcomic before it became an actual manga. Yeah, like, it is yeah, so yeah, bad. Yeah. yeah, and so they realize they're not they're not just identical twins of each other. Their their powers they both have copying powers, and so Lloyd can copy someone else's powers and their image, like how they look, <laughs> and Roy can copy their memories and spirit and also how they look. Yeah, one copies powers, one copies memories. Right. When the King of Soul Society hears him apologizing to the King, he turns around. and He's like, who? Who do you apologize to? Yeah, the old man's like, who are you apologizing to? And he turns around and then like a building blows up and then the king comes out and then he shows it's Royd Lloyd on the ground. And he's oh, like, no. ah, Stern Ritter, why be yourself? And Roy Lloyd also looks like fucking One Punch Man. Like, is he trying to do a homage to One Punch Man? Like his <laughs> no, design is a small guy with an eye on his head. Yeah. And it, this is such a great twist because the only introduction you get, you see Lloyd Lloyd beforehand, <laughs> and it's it's in this one panel, and it's literally Kenpachi saying, yeah, I killed this guy who turned into me, and that was it. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so it's revealed that he has a twin brother, and the twin brother was acting as the king all along, and it's so dumb. This is the most comic book thing in Bleach that I can think so, of. So it's not as bad as I thought it was, because I thought this was not set up at all. But that's yeah. so fucking stupid. It's I mean, stupid. one frame of it being set up isn't a great setup, especially when the character's dead anyway. So you're like, oh, cool, Lloyd Lloyd died. I guess that was Sternritter Y. And also, and also, <laughs> and also the series has so many things that never pay off whatsoever, ever, that like you're never going to remember that fucking point. And when yeah. Also, uh, what I was wondering is, when, when this was written in Japanese... How were their names differentiated? Because there's only Ra for, for I think Roy. it's a joke. It's probably I, I think I, this whole thing feels like an homage to One Punch Man. Like the it, art looks like a One Punch Man. No, homage. that's why I'm thinking, Phil, that it, it it's specifically you're supposed to know it as Japanese. That it could be pronounced L or R. So one of them's L and the other's okay, R. Okay, because I'm like there's there's no actual differentiation in the Japanese characters for for L and R. So yeah. they might that you might be right that the, the joke is that uh, yeah, they have a, literally the same name and it could be pronounced <laughs> either way. This, yeah. this feels like a not even like a season like the season 1 era bleach joke. This feels like a different manga altogether uh like One Punch Man joke put into a serious fight in bleach. Like this it's it's weird that but it's not even a joke. It's played seriously. It's like this is an actual I, plot twist. That this twin, this guy had a twin. This garbage guy had a twin that acted. Yeah, as the I, actually, I just looked it up. They they're both Roy the Roy though. Yeah, but like, <laughs> so it's, but like their names are the names are Lloyd Roy, which it's a dumb twist, a dumb name, and the art is so crappy here. I have to match this on purpose. Like, it feels like no, it's, it's not. Just, I, I I have to. I, I, it feels like it feels like what they're trying to go for like a webcomic kind of art style. It looks so shitty. <laughs> like it feels like a joke. Like it's trying. So to like keep saying it looks shitty. I don't think this looks too much worse than the the um the hollow arc. I think it looks way worse. Like that that that. Why is the Lloyd and Royd all the way to the bottom of the panel for no fucking reason? Why is it cut off? Like the the framing is terrible. Like it is way. I I like the line work is so much sloppier. I feel I I it really offends me how bad this art is. Like that's that's probably <laughs> the reason why I really turn against this because. This feels like I'm reading. I've read web comics with better better art than this. It's like really offensive that this is a published 
manga. Like, I'm really like upset about this. <laughs> I I do agree that it's worse, but I didn't notice it as Me like either. that much worse. I wasn't offended, but I also don't look at I don't look for things like the layout and stuff like that. Like you do, Sly. Yeah. So yeah, so the, he wasted all his power killing a fucking nobody. <laughs> yeah, and then and then the king explains that what he was doing while this was all going on, all of his guys were killing people. Is he went to go see Eisen at the underground prison? And it's like he wanted to recruit Eisen. He's like, come, come join me, but Eisen refused. And so you're like, oh shit! Like it's it's a fun moment because you're like, yes, Eisen still at least has some stake in this because he's so powerful. But um. Then the, the old man tries to fight the king, and so the king seals his bankai, like he steals it. And he's like, boom, I am strong enough that I'm able to steal it because I'm OP. And then he calls down his sword from heaven. It's this glowing white sword. Again, it's Kubo doesn't, white. He he just doesn't have to draw anything. He yeah. drew a short sword. I, I can't believe how fucking lazy this sword is. <laughs> and then he says farewell, old man, and he kills the old man. And, and, and it's a fucking ultimate panel. It's a full-page flash page of just his face. Like, he's trying to do homage to ultimates here. <laughs> no, if it was the Ultimates, he would be like, farewell, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He starts saying that later on, by the way. He starts calling Trevor the Fucker. Probably the translation, but he just starts saying it Fucker is. later on. Yeah. It's the translation. Yeah. Yeah. It's always the translation. And so then what happens that I skipped out is uh, Ichigo shows up, and then he's like, I'm going to fight you. And then the uh, Byakuya of the Quincy's Hashwalth. He takes out his sword and he breaks Ichigo's Bankai immediately in one hit. He's like, no, you're not. And then the king's like, oh, let's leave because I have to go rest. And it's revealed later that when a Bankai, a sword can be broken in its normal state or Shikai state. But if it's broken in Bankai, it's broken forever. And so Ichigo's like, oh, all right, I guess I have no sword now. So then he has to go up to where the Soul King is, like the Soul King's palace in the sky, where it's just where you meet new uh, uh, Soul Reapers. They're like the top five. They're the best <laughs> ones of the best. And because th- they protect this, the Soul King, and Ichigo has to get his so- sword reforged by the guy who made uh, Soul Reaper swords. And so it gives you like the history of like, I'm the guy that made Soul Reaper swords. I'm the guy that came up with the Soul Reaper swords. And like, I'm the guy, I forget what the- some of the other ones are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you remember how many you fucking do it, goddamn. <sighs> anyway, while this is going on, the king, back at the king's place, he's like, hey, guess what, Stern Ritter, which is like his spot of his top people. He's like, I have something to announce. We have a new member in our ranks. <gasps> it's Glasses Quincy. No! Are you? Are you, what are you doing here? You barely uh, included him, so I don't know how to feel. Uh, <laughs> question. Uh, is this, the, the fucking big boobed motherly lady, is she a Quincy because this girl in the crowd looks exactly like her? No. No, that's, that's Bambietta. How dare you? How dare, no. how dare, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh No, she's, that Jeez. big boob lady is never introduced again. She's gone. That last scene that we read of her is the last time she's ever introduced. That's the one she's at, she's working with the bad guy. Well, it's not working yeah. with Everyone's working with him because they're all in his memories. I yeah. know, but it's just funny. Like, you never get to see her in a normal state ever again. Just so brainwashed. <laughs> yeah. So great, great here. He <laughs> says, here's Uryu. He's our new member. And they're like, who the hell is this guy? And then he's like, yeah, not just yeah. my new member. He's now my successor. You're like, yeah. what? I love that, that he's in front of all these characters who I have no fucking idea who they are. Like, <laughs> like this person has, like, spike mouth and stuff, and they're all like... <gasps> so, oh uh, so, question. I, uh, I, I have to admit, I kind of, like, Ryan, I zoned out. Like, clearly I zoned out on the fucking yeah. German imagery thing. Yeah. Uh, do they ever explain why he became his successor? Yes. I'll, okay. get, I'll get to that when we get there. Oh, okay. wait, why he became the successor? Yes. No. 
Okay, okay, <laughs> there we go. I thought okay. you were saying, why were you joined up? But no, he I was, never I was like, this is going to be some kind of plot to root out... <laughs> Uh, something, but you, would, never... you would think you think right. that it would have something, especially to do with, because like, out Quincy's not loyal. But, yeah, there are other Quincy's who are like, I don't trust you. I know you're not really with us, but I, I don't know. Okay, yeah. And so they're like, everyone's pissed off about this because like this guy just shows up and he's like, boom! Now he's my second command. You get Basby. He's the Renji. He has a mohawk, <laughs> I, I love that. and it's a great name. And he's, Is that he's seriously his design? He, he just looks like, like... I think that's why the German thing didn't work for me. It's because everyone just looks like guys. They don't look like fucking final bosses at all. Yeah. This guy's well, just they don't have the like, cool like hollow skull imagery. Exactly. The hollows uh, all look like... like the, the hollow imagery did so much to make them look well-designed and imposing. These guys just look like, like people. Like they yeah. uh, BG, BG9 is a knight. He's got like a... He's like German <laughs> knight, you know? For the record, I left there because BG9 is a knight that uses a Gatling gun. I don't mention that, but you should know that. But even like, even like a knight, like, do you, do you make a knight as a final boss of an anime? Maybe. It's happened before. You usually, even if it is a knight, what happens is their arm fucking explodes out of its middle socket, and they grow, like, ten times bigger. Like, they become, <laughs> like, a, they're usually, like, they're, like, monsters in some way. Like, I don't yeah. know. So everyone's upset about this, and then it cuts away to like all of the Stern Order talking to each other. And I oh, yeah, this... oh yeah, we should we, we should mention uh, one of them looks like a fucking luchador. Yeah, mask mask to mask. Yeah, I did this so you guys can at least get a sense of like who all these guys are to see whether or not like you would like them. Which clearly Sly like doesn't, but that's good because it, it shows you that it's like they're not as effective these introductions. Mask to masculine. I didn't include it. His power is amazing. He's he is a luchador. He fights using wrestling moves on guys, and what he does is he has this little guy named James, and the more James cheers for him, the stronger he gets. And if you if you kill James, James multiplies and so he keeps cheering for him more and more and then masculine asking like takes off his clothes and he gets like super big he just keeps growing larger and larger as they're cheering it's really goofy so, I, 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 I had this conversation when i was reading and i should point it out this whole thing uh, all the repeating characters over and over again remind mm. me a lot of metagear solid how hiri kojima when he first created um uh, great uh, Foxhound. Foxhound. Yeah. yeah, and it was like a big, th- cool thing. Like you had this, this group of organization of bad guys, all unique powers, and basically he kept repeating that concept of like dead cell with co- of co- the cobras, and everyone will admit like every time he redid he redid it, it was worse and worse. And Foxhound was the best time he did it. So like, it's pretty much that kind of thing where it's just the same idea, like slowly getting worse and worse. Like, yeah. Yeah, I I will say I I keep defending it because you're you're hating on it really hard. But I <laughs> in the end, if Bleach, I would say Bleach would be good if it was two tenths as big as it is. <laughs> yeah. Like like it, it's so it goes on for so long and there's just so much re- repetition that it can never be good because of that. Yeah. But like there are cool things in it. If this was like you know like I said like twenty percent of the of the actual what it what it turned out to be. I do love a lot of concepts here. It's just that when it gets to the main plot being dragged out it, get, it becomes unbearable over time. yeah and so uh the the two most important people here is bosby he's the guy with the mohawk and he's the the renji substitute. and then the byakuya and then the byakuya guy hashwalt <laughs> he he like has the exact same face as byakuya he's blonde basically yeah. and his, his hair is not as Lo- like long <laughs> yeah and he doesn't have like the cool beads in his hair either. and also what's interesting i guess here is that the king tells <laughs> you i'm gonna give you a letter uh I'm, you're gonna be letter a the same as me and it's like what Ooh, he doesn't even wow. know this guy Yep, and then... Well, you would think if they're German, he should have some umlaut <laughs> letters, right? Because those are different. And his second-in-command, Hashwald, has the letter B. 
Busby and this guy talk, and this is the only thing I'm going to explain about them, because they're, we, I skip over their, they end up fighting each other, and you know how, like, all the rest of the... I, I, to go back to the German for a second, because uh, uh, Blind <laughs> made fun of the Umau thing. Uh, uh, not only are they wearing cloaks most of the time, so it's not even relevant most of the time. Also, the two main Quin- leaders of the Quincy's, the successor and the king, are now wearing junior uniforms. So they can't even hold it, hold that concept at all. The, the I just Qu- think I just think that this style of cloak is a Western European thing. I know, like, but yeah. I, I feel like it, it, it feels less like a, there. It, it, there probably is a team going on here, but he's not even committing to it. He's like, I'm just gonna have a cloak because these are draw cloaks. The main bad guy's gonna wear all black like Dracula because these are draw that. And the Quincy's gonna keep wearing his uh chi- his. Japanese style costume with a cloak on it because I'm too lazy to draw a new costume for it. You know, I, I wouldn't contest what? that it probably it is easier to draw. Wait, what? You don't think uh you don't think luchadors are a German <laughs> oh, yeah. aesthetic? Oh, okay, no, it's, no, Kratos dead. Kratos dead. It's a cool yeah. idea. He fucked it up. It's, yeah, it's and you do it. You do have King Du here, who's a Chinese guy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, whenever it's, they're doing like these like elite uh, guys, and they were like, they have this power. This guy has feet that are roller skates. It's like it always is going to break the theme. Like even the, even in the the iron cars, they. They, even though they were all Spanish themed, or they were supposed to be, like there were people who were just like nothing to do with it. Yeah. Game, I, I, I would like to imagine, like season one, like you have all those demons, those powerful demons, like in the back of your mind, think about this luchador could go kick most of these characters' asses. This yeah. luchador is like a top tier <laughs> specimen in this fucking universe. Yeah. So anyway, back to Basby and Hashwald. They're um, throughout the. You know, they always give you like backstory of the villains, like before they die and stuff. This yeah. arc is a little bit different in that only Bosby and Hoshwalt get a, like, what they were like before any of this happened kind of a, a thing. And they have an interesting dynamic in that Bosby was, like, back a thousand years ago when uh, the king was organizing the rest of his people to, like, first invade Soul Society. And that that's the when he failed and had to go into hiding for a thousand years. But back a thousand years ago when he did that, he was, like, destroying the countryside and, like, just killing whoever he wanted. And he killed Basby's family. And Basby was, like... Who the fuck is, who the fuck is Basby? He's the guy at the Mohawk. He's the Renji oh, okay. of, this, oh, yeah, okay. of the Quincy's. Okay. So call him Mohawk. Mohawk, man. No, yeah. no fucking names for these guys. <laughs> no, Bas- Basby's a cool name. Basby? I'm not gonna remember it. I'm not gonna fucking remember. It. <laughs> Too bad. Uh, I'm gonna start doing this when we read uh, DC Comics. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, so. I don't know, Cape Guy. You uh, fucking do it anyway. I, I, I use their names. I use their names. <laughs> I, I respect them. Like, fuck <laughs> you. Like, come on. These are, these Any, are such. Anyway, <laughs> Basby, um, he ends up getting Hoshwath on his side. The, the other, the second in command guy, is like, hey, guess what? We're gonna go kill the king. We're gonna infiltrate his ranks. Then we're gonna kill him because he's such, because he killed like my parents and stuff. And Hoshwath was always really weak, and he wasn't as good as Basby, and he always looked up to him. And then when they finally met the king, the king's like, oh, this guy right here, the um, the Byakuya Quincy, he's gonna be my second in command. And then he kicks Basby out like he's not even allowed to join the army for like 10 years until he gets stronger and stuff. And so they have an interesting thing where it's like they're supposed to be fighting the king and they were like best friends. And Hoshwalth always looked up to Basby. But now Hoshwalth is like with the king now and Basby feels like abandoned by him. Like we used to be best friends and now you're working with the guy I want to murder. Is, is, is this relevant to the main plot whatsoever? I mean, he tries to kill Hoshwalth at one point, but he doesn't. And that's it. So no, it's not relevant. But I, I think this episode's never gonna fucking end. Goddamn! The, are, but I loves... think it's interesting, and I want to talk. It about is. It is. A lot of the stuff you, you glossed over it sounds interesting, more interesting than the main plot, like, like which is the main problem of this fucking yeah. series. And Basby's ability is that he points his finger and he shoots uh, fire lasers out of them, and the more fingers he uses, the stronger the laser is. Uh, 
fucking lame. <laughs> one of the other guys I really like. Not I don't really like this, but there is one guy. Who's you like this? You like a this big guy. fat guy wearing a diaper that he f- makes you fall in love with him. That's his power. <laughs> but by shooting out a Care Bear beam, apparently. Yeah, like a love heart. Just to clarify oh where the writing God. is gone. Anyway, speaking of diapers, we get to a, we cut to a baby, <laughs> and this baby is blind, deaf, mute, and immobile. It can't even feel the outside world. It can't survive. But people start to realize that if they touch this baby, it heals their ailments. So people who are diseased, people who are cowardly, they could regain their courage. People who had broken hearts could have their hearts mended just by grabbing this baby. Lost limbs. Yep, lost limbs would be regenerated. But what they didn't realize is that once they gained that from the baby, they would die in a few years. Not right away. Yeah. Sometimes it would take. Sometimes it would take days, but sometimes years, months. And then when they died, the portion of the soul that he gave to borrow, he took back with their soul. Yeah. And so he basically, all these people are flocking to this baby. Getting his power and then dying and then giving him their power back. I think this is kind of. I thought cool. I thought so too. This is why I like the kings. And then it's like <laughs> he, he, okay. So when they hear is... his name, when he hears his name, he he hears the he hears the name of God, and that's yeah, when so he, this... he decides from that point forward, that's my name. This is why I fucking hate the series because this is <laughs> a really interesting uh, concept. Yeah. And Kubo has always really cool concepts, and this is why I would tell him if I ever got sat down with him, like instead of like. This has nothing to do with the Quincy's at all. This whole concept, it, it, like, uh, like there's nothing to do with the Earth making it into turning Earth power to bows or the War of the Soul Society. There's nothing to do with anything. Like, uh, everything going on with the King going on forward has nothing to do with anything. It'll be more interesting if the Quincy's were one plot, and then you had a new plot with this God Baby concept. Like, like, well, to defend to defend Kubo, up to this point, it's been incredibly tight without a single wasted page. I know that, that, that's the problem. Like, so he wants to throw things in, and he doesn't have a place. But this, but this, and, this, and this is what the problem with like the show. This is this this is like the biggest exaggeration. This problem with showing the front pro, uh, from in general, like it is not enough. Uh, like sagas, have to, like I hate the, I hate the format of sagas. Like a lot of mangas, we like it's funny because they always start off simple. Very simple story arcs, they become like sagas going on forever. Mm-hmm. Like they'll be a lot better if they had more of a nice conclusion, nice breakpoints. But like they have to. They go do on at forever. the end of the saga. Yeah, but like the, the saga is going forever. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> like I, I, I think yeah. uh, the bleach style shonen though are not the the. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying like this, this is an exaggerated form of it, but I do think most manga in general should have more in between stories where. Like that's why I think that's why I like the concept of, of uh, fillers not being just trash in anime because you could do cool stuff using these same characters and this these worlds these concepts without having it to be a saga like yeah 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 so like but, I think that's that's smart but, but like this this could be like the Quincy's is one concept this is something else entirely and it's interesting but I'm like now like what's the point of making this the Quincy King like it's just, he's this character at, when you add so many concepts this is what same problem I have with Aizen. And, and, and same thing happens Ichigo. They keep plastering constant constant on this character that he's just whatever the story wants to be. Like he doesn't feel mm. like a like like a real like a real uh, fleshed like, out. Like why does he have to be a Quincy and not a Hollow King or not a Soul yeah, exactly. King? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like he has no Quincy yeah. identity that makes him. I, like I'm I'm saying I thought he was cool, but like I, I wouldn't. Th- I'm not like he's the ultimate Quincy. Like yeah, yeah. So yeah, I should 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 fight. He's really cool. He's really cool in a lot of ways. I just didn't like him being the final boss, and I didn't like him being the Quincy King. That's, 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 yeah. yeah, so that's yeah. A, a good. Point. So he does. Is he gives his like powers to people, and then he when they die, he takes it back, and he gets stronger and stronger. And like, so he's done this he first, too. When he first took it back as a baby, he was able to open his eyes for once, and he was no longer immobile. 
Right, and the first thing he heard was the name of God, and th- mm-hmm. that's like when he got his hearing back. And so what he does is with all the Quincy's, all the twenty six Stern Sturmridder or whatever, he's given them a piece of him, which mm-hmm. is why they get really strong. But then inevitably, when they die, he will get their power. And so he's like, it, he he benefits from waging like eternal war because he just he profits off of the souls of all who died. And this is also why I liked him because he reminded me of the uh, a little bit of the Warhammer 40k uh, God King, the God Emperor. <laughs> how he sits on his throne and he he will die eventually and deteriorate if he's not constantly getting an influx of people's souls. Yep. So he's just up there and he's like, I want this. I, I need to just keep draining the souls of my people. Yep. Which is, is cool. And we have this moment of like him sitting there and he's like, Ah, the Luchador is dead. So now he accepts his power back <laughs> into him. <laughs> and now he's a Luchador. Yeah. And then we get the. Does he ever get the powers to? To make people fall in love with him. So, so as, remember, as... every power that he brings back into himself, I believe he can use. So he has yeah. every single power of like all these twenty six people. When they die, they all go back to him. So he's like, he's like Black Adam, like giving his powers to ISIS. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. Which which I also thought was Black Adam is also my favorite part of fifty two. Basically, I'm like I, I like I, I think it's a yeah. cool uh, concept. Yeah, and to speak this lie, hating like where this art's gone. There's this one. You see, I see the thing of Hashwalf just sitting back <laughs> against the wall. Screen. Yeah, and it's just completely like the the page is blank. It's just this little tiny figure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. And then Ur, you want a, bl- a white screen, a white uh, yeah. background. Yeah, it, it's definitely gotten worse. And so him and uh, Uryu just talks to Hashwalt, the second in command, and they're just they're Whatever. being a little catty. They stop just. We might as well just clarify now. They stop like this rivalry where he's like, "I don't trust you," and Rihama's like, "I don't give a fuck." But like. I forget. I forget what happened with them. Yeah, he's like, he's like, you know, uh, I can tell you, like, whatever you're thinking about doing, like, you're bound to the king anyway, because he's yeah. bound to all Quincy's. All Quincy's have a part of him, and so he's in you too. So you know, yeah. just you know, no big deal. He's basically like, saying like he's not worried because Glasses Quincy is like beholden to the king. Like no one's gonna harm the king, and we'll we'll soon learn why that is. <laughs> I'm assuming you guys feel the same way. Like none of us ever believed. Glasses Quincy betrayed the guys. That's like what one. is so funny yeah. is this goes on for so long. And Uryo, the Glasses Quincy goes so deep into this. It's sort of like with Gein, where it's like, why not kill Aizen before he fused with the Hogyoku, the thing that made him a yeah. god? It's like, yeah. why would you wait yeah. so long? I'm playing the long like, con. Now I'm going to kill him. <laughs> it's, it's like when we were bitching about uh, that agent, that checkmate agent in uh, Project Omega yeah. killing Maxwell Lord friend, but on steroids. It's yeah, it's on like the, the long con eventually has to end if you want it to be successful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're in too deep. Like, if, if, there was, if this was like a character moment, like he questions his loyalty, but it's not. He's always 100% a good guy. Just like Snake, Snake Guy was 100% always going to kill Aizen. Yeah. They just don't do it. There's no character yeah. conflict. Yet. Yeah, yeah. It's really and bad. The, yeah. the other minor thing during this is that when the king goes to sleep, he gives his power to his second in command, Hashwalth. But it's like because the king needs to like regain his strength and stuff but it never like comes into play there's never a moment where like let's kill the king while he's asleep it's like (laughs) this is just a thing i guess that happens (laughs) it's so dumb that's that's bleach in a nutshell (laughs) this is a thing that i guess why not kill the king when he's asleep when he has no powers but whatever that's a bunch of shit that doesn't matter all those those soul society captains daryl's like hey look at them hey look at this one hey look at this one okay so nazi guy looks like a sunflower yeah and then I show you Bu- uh, Rukia's Bankai because I'm like, I feel bad because Rukia, I never include her and she does stuff. It's just like not integral or interesting. I, I told you guys too, when I watched I, I, uh, my, some of my students playing the Ble- Shonen Jump game, I saw Rukia using ice powers and I'm like, does she have that power? <laughs> yeah. And after actually- having read like a million pages of Bleach, I didn't know. 
Yeah. That's actually a pretty cool power. She makes everything around her absolute zero. Yeah, uh, and it, it's even more interesting because, like I said, like one of my favorite things is powers with great cost. She has to focus because she lowers herself like two there too, and if she doesn't like regain control, she just dies instantly. So, so one funny thing is, uh, if I saw this panel removed from from the rest of the series, I would think it's a very clever way of showing like ice and cold because the lines are very thin uh-huh. and very minimalistic. But since Kubo has done this many times before, it's like, no, he just wants, doesn't want to draw too much in the stage. Yeah. And then I included this fight. This is the ultimate fight where I was like, I don't know whether to include it or not because this is going to take up quite a bit of time. No, I'm but glad. I'm like, <laughs> this saved this saved the sweet for me. This is the best part. Any of any Kampachi you should include. <laughs> uh, this is this is what I'm this is what I'm here for. I love having completely different power sets fighting against each other. Like yeah. and you're like wondering how can one best the so, other. So so if you're remembering, Kampachi is the guy who's just strong. He doesn't have any cool magic really. Yeah. He's and like just I'm just fighting really all the time. And, and so what what had happened during this is after the first invasion, Kampachi got beat by the other guys, and it's like oh man, I gotta get stronger. And so what the name Kampachi is a name that's given to a killer of men, like someone that's the greatest killer, and that belonged to someone else, and that had belonged previously to the healing captain. And she had given up that name and only healed people and never fought anymore. And then she's like, hey, Kenpachi, I'm, you you need to learn how to use your sword. You need to go into Bankai, learn Shikai and Bankai. So we're going to go into a black pit with each other, like a completely dark area. We're going to fight each other until one of us is dead. Completely <laughs> dark area. I wonder why he did that. Why would I cool put him in a completely dark area? <laughs> <Because You, laughs> dear reader, you won't be able to see this fight happen. Yeah, I mean, you, you could, so he doesn't have to draw backgrounds. And so, so they fight each other and then and he kills her and he's like this is the best fight i've ever had and she's like me too and so he comes back and he's supposed to now fully like know how to use his sword and he comes back to save his assistant captain the little girl with like the pink hair and so he's here to fight this kid who his is... letter his letter is v for visionary yep for vendetta yep remy <laughs> And so th- this is like a kid in a, tr- a trench coat, uh, yeah. not like, like a raincoat, I should say. But he's got like the hoodie on, he's, it's over his head and stuff. And he's always smiling, like he always yeah. looks happy. And so uh, Kenpachi goes to hit him, and his sword stops on him. And he's like, I guess I'll repeat myself, I can turn fantasy into reality. In this world, the strongest power is imagination. So all I had to do when you went to hit me is imagine myself to be stronger than steel. So this kid, anything he imagines, he can, it will become reality. Oh, and he's what? Uh, like, what? Why are you saying that? That's like a crazy power. Because like, how is this a fight for so long? Uh, how does Hal Jordan fight anyone? I imagine oh, is a Green Lantern. Oh, I can imagine a big fist, and how can that go? On There's for... a difference between a big fist and I can imagine any reality. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I, I agree with Ryan. It's it so funny because all this kid has to do is I imagine everyone dead but me, and boom, you've like wiped out the yeah. whole world. Yeah, like I imagine this fight is over. I win. Yeah. This, 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 this in the comics do too much where they, they establish rules saying I can't affect other people like I can't do this or that yeah. but like uh, this one there, there's no reason why uh, yeah. he can't I, I think part they, of it they, is because they, he actually has to picture it in his head becoming yes. true and so they, well, it would be so hard to picture <laughs> stabbing this guy with his sword. No, but and that that would be interesting concept too. If like he feels like an innocent child, they can't imagine that. But no. Well, they do say one of the interesting things is they say like he's never ima- if he ever imagines himself losing, he would just die. Like dying, he just would die because he would imagine it. Yeah. So like the idea is like if Kimpachi can get him to not think about to put into the, his mind the possibility of losing, that could make him lose. <laughs> 
but they don't really use that enough. Like that, that could have yes. been a cool yeah. internal battle with him. Uh, this fight, uh, I, I, I'm going, to, I'm going to defend this fight. It's not logical, like well designed, like fight, like you guys always say, or in stuff like mm-hmm. you know, here at Academia. But I, I, it's a satisfying fight. It's an interesting fight, and uh, it, it, I think, like, it, it works in a way that of Kimpachi trying to overcome. A seemingly endless obstacle, not necessarily in. This is a logical, uh, well thought out series of events. Yeah, it's it's got a lot of. It's just one of my problems. One of my problems with Shonen is like, okay, you have these super powerful people and like they have these crazy OP powers and everything, and like I understand that that can be really cool. But it just makes no sense to me that like this fight is so long. The thing is, like, you have to not think about why doesn't this kid just kill him instead you're just in it for to see how can you're in it to root for kimpachi rather than being like but how, yes, how does he it, just kill him instantly it, it is it is like i think like if any power that's limited to imagination does have the green lantern problem where if someone is only thinking in terms of like all right how would i kill someone i make a million guns and i shoot at him the, or, pro- the problem is the problem is you don't really elaborate enough to make that feel like a real a factor in this fight i felt the same way as ryan as uh this kid could just kill him right away uh, and this fight is almost a hundred pages. <laughs> I, I can I can rationalize the way Phil's rationalizing it, but the fight doesn't play it out the way we're rationalizing it. Like it doesn't really cl- it clarifies that he he would lose if he thinks he could lose, but it doesn't clarify they can't imagine him just exploding. Well, it yeah, that. yeah. And then that and remember that Ryan. A lot of the Stern Ritter have fights like this long too, <laughs> and this is this is the most interesting of them. <laughs> I know, but like a hundred pages is so long for me to still like. Be like excited and engaged in this yeah, fight. Yeah, like a lot, like a lot of things. This, this everything in this comic will be so much better. It feels shorter. Yeah. Like just shorter, yes. and it'll be so much more. So, awesome. so I think, anyway, I think, I think there's also the the thing that they do where they like as Kampachi's fighting him so quickly, he can't think of all the things he needs to do to stop him. Like he didn't realize he was cut, so he's thinking about stop like putting a wall in front of him, but he's not real. He's not thinking. I need to he like I need to imagine my wound being healed, and so there is a way of like being so uh, like aggressive and fast that he can't think about all the things he needs to do like mm-hmm. and like how he says i almost imagine my death into reality so i need to whatever but then then really it doesn't end, it doesn't end the way like it doesn't use that yeah. <laughs> anyway so they start clashing swords the kids like shooting a bunch of like rocks at him and stuff imagine like sending these rocks and he's like i can't believe like you're so powerful i guess i have to annihilate you and he like imagines a bunch of guns and rockets and he's firing them all at kenpachi but kenpachi's like cutting them all down he some he thinks about a meteor. He sends like a big hand at him that smashes him. Yeah, and then later on, this this fight's going on that's so crazy. The kid's like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna imagine that there's another one of myself. So now it's like a perfect duplicate clone of myself. And now, now that our imagination's doubled, we're gonna send down a meteor and we're just gonna destroy the entire Soul Society this way. And Kimpachi's like, this is making me hard. And then he, so Kimpachi jumps Here, up. Here's to, like, uh, like if this is a well well, well written uh, manga. They would have done something, something interesting with the fact that he just created a fully realized version of himself that can also imagine anything he wants. Like, mm. but it's it's just a way to amplify his power. Like in reality, like if you create a perfect clone of yourself, like there there will be pro- a, a friction after that point. <laughs> What's to stop the clone from imagining you not existing? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. like like but like that 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 would be like if this is well written comic. That's how he could have beaten him. Like like that's how like by tricking himself into imagining like. Uh, opposite, equal, equally powerful force against him. Yep. So Kimpachi sees this meteor and he has this giant grin on his face. He's like, "This is great. This is amazing." And this kid's like, "You're done. Like this. This thing is giant. Like you know, moon size." And so Kimpachi jumps. Everyone, up- everyone, 
and they cut to everyone. Just uh, sorry, but they cut to they cut to, to emphasize the point. They, they cut to everyone in society being like we're fucked. Like even, even the villains stop. are like, oh my god, they're gonna, gonna kill gonna the die. king. They're like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> yeah like, like that was, that's gonna kill the king. It's gonna kill everyone. Like he's ending this. This, this character is so powerful. He's gonna end this kind of premature. And Kibachi jumps up to it. He goes, drink Nozarashi, and then he turns his sword into just this giant blade like it's like bigger than him bigger than a man it's like a giant meat cleaver it looks really cool yeah Is it, yeah yeah so he cuts it down and this kid's like okay i'm just gonna keep making clones of myself and then we're gonna send you into space so they open up just a giant void of space i love that they're like i imagine you in space right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so like all of your everything's getting being forcefully evaporated from your body your blood's gonna start this, boiling this is, why, this, is why, this is why i didn't buy Byakuya's death He's in space and showing his body exploding. I'm like, yeah. these people can't die. But no, you can't say they can die. You cannot claim that. It's over. You can't but he's, he's, in, he's in space for like a second. Yeah. No, but like, why, why would he not be in space longer? Why because would he not he gets, kill him he, that way? He, gets, he kills him right now. He, he gets out. Yeah, he just How does he get out? Him. How does he get out of fucking space? <laughs> he's Kibachi. No, no one can die. It's because no out, out, yeah. out of the void that he's throwing him in, his sword comes out and cuts him in half. And he's like, hey, you forgot to harden your body. Oh, well. Yeah. But why doesn't he just imagine him a little farther away? Because <laughs> it's happening too fast, Ryan. He can't think that fast. It is, it is, it is. So, so dumb. So then the kid, the, kid, the kid is like that. Oh, He imagines himself back together after he gets cut in half. And he's like, okay, then all I have to do is just imagine myself stronger than you. So he turns into this big monster. But then he just starts to split apart and die because he imagined himself being beaten by Kenpachi. Yeah, it took him eighty fucking pages to realize I should. I just should just imagine myself better than you. <laughs> this is again. This is the fight where I was like, I know. I think Sly would like it, but I know Ryan wouldn't like it. And I was trying to balance out which one to go with. I was like, I, uh, <laughs> I also like. I also like uh, how it ends where he's like, you imagine being some kind of unsolved monster. But now that unimaginable monster ended up killing you, you fucking dumbass. <laughs> I just, I just think about, I just think about how, like, for our Patreon episode this month, we did a couple Jimmy Olsen stories, and I just think about how, in the amount of time they did this fight, Jimmy Olsen could go on like twelve different adventures. Exactly. Yeah, or you think about something like how we did um, the Lost Years of Spider-Man. Like you can tell exactly. like a very large arc in that amount of time, but. But the, yeah. the fighting, guys. Ugh. And so all, all these people are fighting because this is like the second invasion of the Stern Ritter fight against the Soul Society people when they're like, we've had time to prepare. Like, Byakuya comes back to fight against another guy and stuff. And Renji does, too. And so while this is happening, the king goes up to the Soul King's palace and he's like, I'm going to fight against like the top five people with my... Now he gets his top four people. He's like, these are my top four Stern Ritter. And we're going to go through here and we're going to beat you guys. And you get... There's so many fights that it's just so funny. Because it's literally... These people's power levels are so strong that it's like... My power is just that you die. Like... As they're going through, like, like this one. That was literally like his power. His power was literally, yeah, just making. No, but like uh, one of the Soul Reaper's powers, if their sword hits you, you die no matter what. They're just 100%. Like, that's it. You just die. You have no chance of living. But I can at least see how you can fight around that because you can. Just not get not hit. Get yeah. hit. But the but thing like, is, he's, like, he's the best swordsman in all of Soul, soul Society. So he, he, tell, he literally kills all of the king's people before they move or can see him. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Like, again, you're dealing with stupidly <laughs> that's powerful that's levels. That's pretty cool. That, I, I like. I, I, that's that's again. That's setting up a rule, following through with it. Like like you're making the best sword fighting world, 
and then you are given power, he hits you, kills you. That that makes sense. Like that's better than the, the uh, kid kills you right by yeah. the But then no one dies because then the king's like, I'm gonna bring them all back to life because I guess I have that power in me, and I'm gonna make them stronger when I do that. Because he gives them more pieces of himself, and then they they end up beating the rest of like the those people, and then the king goes to like there's a bridge before he can get to the soul palace, and the leader of all of the soul society, like the the Shinigamis, the soul reapers is this really like kind of cute big bearded monk guy and he's always very chipper and happy and his sword's a paintbrush <laughs> and he's like i'm gonna fight the king and i'm gonna beat him this is where you have to die and you're like this this is the guy he made uh zanpak toes the swords that they use this is like another kubo self-insert he's, like, <laughs> he's the master of the black and i'm like kubo is this you I, th- I think he just wanted someone to use black ink but Oh, oh, that's all he does. He's just black ink for fire. So we're going to pause it here because we're going to save all the crazy. What can the king do? What is his powers? Because he is the most, one of the most OP guys I've ever seen in fiction, if not the most. And you guys are going to get to see what he can do next time when we reconvene. I will say, unlike most shonen, which just <sighs> abandon everyone, it doesn't make sense how Renji, who lost to Ichigo in the first chapter, can now con- yeah. compete with these guys. Uh, he trains he he also his this god bleach is so dumb his sword (laughs) remember on zabimaru it's actually like manifests itself as like a baboon with like a snake tail and he is it manifests itself and tells him it's like actually the bankai form you're using before isn't my real form i like i'll teach you my real form yeah it's the dumb like the bankai is the most but so many of these guys are like this isn't actually my bankai's ability It's just so, it's like, it's nice that they've been kept in the, like, relevant, unlike yeah. a lot of shonen, but at the same time, it's dumb, it doesn't make sense. And it, it, especially because the power level raises up so high, where you're like, Renji, like, his new power is that he has a sword in his right hand and, like, a, a like, a skull in his left hand, like, a claw-looking skull, and that's it. Like, he, it's not like he teleports through space and time or anything, it's just like, I'm stronger. I, that's, the, that's the problem with shonen in general, it's because they, they're always fighting... Uh, statistically stronger opponents. Enough. It's, it's not that they're fighting different types of opponents. They're just fighting stronger and stronger opponents over, over and over again. So like, there's always going to be that that uh, power climb. Mm-hmm. Uh, while in fucking uh, American comics, you they always fight different types of opponents. So Superman uh, uh, can defeat Doomsday Punching, but like Super will, will outsmart him with a genius invention. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. ma- ma- manga doesn't do that. It just has stronger and stronger opponents. You can't just have a different type of opponent. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, they got different powers. They're in powers, but always stronger. They never, they, they, they never, they never challenge you in a different way. I, I mean, the the imagination mm-hmm. thing is different. I mean, it's also stronger. It's absolutely that, stronger. It is absolutely stronger, but it wasn't. In, but that's, that's why I like that fight and the love fight because they actually. Yeah. They, but like, uh, even those weren't even main fights because uh, they were they were side fights even. So like, the main fight is just stronger and stronger. Okay. Mm, I agree. <sighs> bleach. You okay, Ryan? Are you gonna make it? Bleach. Bleach. <laughs> bleach. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I, I'm still, uh, the further we get into Bleach, the more and more amazed I am that this is the fucking bullshit that everybody wants to talk about in Discord. <laughs> 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 that, like, of all the things that I'm like, these are my favorite books that mean the world to me, na- nary a peep. Bleach, all you fucking Pe- people come running. People love debating <laughs> power levels. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if you should. Who would win in a fight, Superman or Ichigo? 
Uh, I, I think Ichigo is fine. <laughs> Whoever wins, we lose. <laughs> That's true. So we, you should join our Discord. You should join the Flying Machine Explorers Guild Facebook group. Have weekly discussion topics and all that stuff. I think I have the topics this week, so come talk to me <laughs> about whatever I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And, uh, yeah, and we'll be back next week for the final. The final. final, final the final. Of Bleach. So, just recently, I was on I Guess We're Watching, a podcast where... Uh, Buddy and Ethan go through an entire movie franchise, and this time they were doing X-Men, and I talked about Days of Future Past, and I actually ended up spending a lot of time talking about Disney and how, even though I like most Disney superhero movies, I think they're overall really, really, really bad for the genre. Hmm. So, yeah, it was a very interesting talk. You can find them at I... I guess so. IGWWpod at Twitter, or just search. I guess we're watching on like iTunes and all that stuff. And it was it was really every episode's great. But I had a lot of fun talking to Buddy about Days of Future Past. Cool. So thank you all for listening to Divisive Issues. I've been imagining that Bleach was over. Fuck, that was mine. <laughs> uh, I have a good one if you want to follow up on mine. I've been Roy. Ah, uh, fuck, that was gonna be. <laughs> No, say it. Lloyd, Lloyd, Lloyd. I'm Lloyd. I've been Lloyd, Lloyd. Uh, and I've been inserting bleach into our podcast. <laughs> Stay in continuity. I give you the incredible.